Welcome to South London Hardcore. I'm Jack McEnroy. Steve Walsh here. Hello. We've calmed down a bit now, haven't we, Steve? The way we're, uh, the rage is yeah, fast. we're just eating a, eating some chocolate and drinking a coffee. Just had a kebab, but uh, <laughs> it was just a hellish bus journey, wasn't it? It was. It was. We were in New Cross. Yeah. And went to Lewisham to get a bus. Yeah, we get two buses to Annerley. Yeah. Straight, fairly straightforward. It's easy. easy Waited ages for seventy-five, and then. Uh, within about two stops it went on a mile long diversion and then the bus driver was just stopping for ages at every stop it was like as if he was looking for an excuse to terminate the bus it was just getting increasingly frustrated but the real annoying thing was the fact that people took it so well didn't they yeah people downstairs were no, no one was prepared like, to physically threaten a driver yeah. into doing his job which we no, need in that situation you do need someone to be banging the perspex yeah if, if no one tells him he's a chief, he doesn't know he's a chief. No, you've probably That's got no thing, idea, has he? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Steve, I'm trying to podcast, man, but your haircut, your new haircut, man, it's very distracting. It's like a different guy. Yeah, man. just stop going to that brother. <laughs> it's £6. You can't beat that for value. Exactly. So, yeah, New Cross, uh, we were there for the South East London Zine Fest. We spoke to a number of uh, writers, creators, what would you call them, Steve? Yeah, creators. Um, Zinesmen. Zinesters. Zinesmiths. And we're going to uh, chop those uh, interviews in as we go along. We're going to chat with, with uh, the organisers as well. We'll mention links as we go on as well. But if you go to the website, you can see links to various things, get a feel for these people's works. Yeah, I'm going to do posts for the people we spoke to and put up uh, links to their sites and places you can get their, um, I want to call them comics. Don't call them comics. But they're not, are they? They are zines. Do you think people need to uh, explain it to them, Steve, what a zine is? Possibly. This ain't a zine. It's a goddamn arms race. Uh, Yeah, zine is essentially a short version of fanzine. And it's self-produced magazines on... Usually on subjects close to the person's heart. There isn't a traditional uh, publication form. So people just sort of do very niche... Uh, specialised magazine or just do like uh, you know stories and their own artworks like showcases for their yeah, own yeah I think some of it borders on outsider art yeah absolutely to be honest. definitely the best yeah. ones uh, and the worst ones <laughs> but yeah it's all uh, very homemade isn't it yeah uh, absolutely yeah. things kind of stapled together it's one of the things that you know, when people think of uh, fanzines, I think most people kind of think in the days before the internet, before people had blogs and stuff, and I think people probably presume that the zine is dead. But, I mean, it's alive and well, isn't it? No, it's the thing, and now it's even easier than it's ever been to... You know, traditionally, you'd sort of write them up and then you'd, you know, find a photocopier or, you know, you know, pay someone to photocopy it. Ideally not, you'd, you'd have access to a photocopy at work and just sort of run them off in your lunch hour without anyone knowing um, but now with printers if you want you can produce it all at home isn't it? start to finish if obviously still print one out and if you can nick the photocopy from somewhere because it's going to be a lot cheaper but if you insist on doing a zine you, yeah, you can do it all yourself yeah yeah it was a, a really good uh, event I thought nice range of uh, yeah it was a nice warm feel to it I thought yeah, and a lot of uh, pleasantness between people and a good turnout as well yeah, a lot of people there, yeah. I mean, the Am- the, it's at the Amersham Arms, which is yeah. a very arts-friendly pub. Yeah, it's a good location in terms of 
um, you know, there's stations nearby and buses running past, and you say it's a place that people go to for that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, this is, a, you know, we were saying to someone earlier, um, you can organise things and promote them as well as you can, but you can't guarantee uh, a crowd's going to turn up, but that's what they got. You can take a horse to water, Steve, but you can't force them to uh, go to a zine fest. <laughs> Hi. Hi. We're talking to um, Emma from the Borough Bells. Um, and your zine is a celebration of the Women's Institute in South London or in a particular part of South London? Um, uh, it, it's, I'd, I'd say yes, we could say it was a celebration of uh, the Women's Institute. It's more sort of a collaboration and to let people know that the WI isn't the traditional stereotype that people believe it is and to make them realise that, you know, there is a lot of sort of youth and. Um, young females that go to it. Really. That's the thing, you don't equate the Women's Institute with uh, women of your age. Um, I'm not going to apologise for that, it's complimentary if anything. No. <laughs> um, well no, I think um, a lot of my friends personally, when I tell them that I'm part of the WI, drop their jaws. Hang on the phone. Yeah, they sort of, I'm like, do you want to come to the WI tonight? And like, mm, no I'm okay, thank you. But the interesting thing is, when you read through uh, the zine and the topics you talk about, it yeah. makes perfect sense, isn't it? Crafting and homemade things and you know repairing things rather than replacing yeah. them, it's, uh, it's in vogue at the moment, isn't it? It, it's it, not, it is you know, in vogue, but it also, it's, it's not just about the crafting, it's also about, um, you know, the fact that we're learning skills like bike maintenance, uh, mechanics, um, DIY. So it's not just the traditional feminist, you know, the female things that people equate to with cooking and baking and crafting, but it's a whole mixture of areas. But it's just the fact that um, any girls that come along to the actual meetings, you know, if they've got any ideas or thoughts, we're, we're, we're happy to do anything each time. Sort of I mean, just to be clear, though, you're saying it's not all about bacon. No, there it's not all about but bacon. But there are lemon cupcakes. <laughs> oh, there are lemon cupcakes. And we, I, I'm very, very strong about this, but each meeting, we always have home-baked cakes. Every Good. single meeting. And the, the thing is, if you're going to have... There's a, some traditions you don't want exactly. to Oh, no, no, exactly. If you a policy, an ironclad <laughs> policy, it's got to be pro-bacon. <laughs> Cake-related. Pro-bacon. No, no one's got a problem with it. I was going, I, I, I liked it but a few too many cakes. No one's ever said that about any No, no, exactly. Um, What area do you uh, live in in South London without giving away your address? Myself personally, I actually live in Hither Green. Oh, okay. Um, And um, actually a WI's just opened in Hither Green, but I've joined the Borough Bell, so I shall stick with the Borough Bells. Um, But um, I think the majority of the girls are sort of around Kennington, Elephant Castle, Borough, obviously, and, and closer to the actual... SE Wonderful. SE Wonderful, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, flicking through it, you can tell it is. Uh, there's a lot of local knowledge there because it's not people picking out the obvious thing. It's not people going on about sort of Tate Modern because, no. uh, you know, that's an obvious thing that's in the area. Yes. Talk about. But, yeah, lots of uh, small and independent places as well being celebrated, which is uh, very nice. Yeah, no, exactly. And, um, you know, it's proing the small businesses in the area and, um, and making people realise that they're there, the small finds. Have you got a website? Is there a way to contact people they can buy the zine through? Um, well, they can buy the zine from coming to the meetings Okay. Um, and we always have them on sale there. It is the first thing we've ever done um, uh, and we do have a blog. We have a, a oh, blog and I don't actually know the address off my heart. We'll so let it spout so it looks like you definitely know <laughs> the address of your blog. <laughs> yes, I do know the, yeah, the, the, the address. I think it's here we go it is boroughbells.wordpress.com lovely nice and simple and we are on twitter yes boroughbells
Because yeah. uh, if a man turned up at a meeting to buy yes. a copy of the zine, would that be allowed? Um, he could buy just a serve zine. it through the uh, door, can you? Stick we, it yeah, the we, we, we can. We, the can money. we can stick it through the door. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. But yeah, it is. It is. Um, I, I believe that there is one male member of the W. Oh, really? But he's. Um, I think he's an honoured member because his wife. He's, he's about eighty. No. Oh, no, he's 80, okay. And his wife passed away, and um, he missed her so much, and he wanted to carry on and took her seat for her. Um, wow. But yeah, which is quite touching. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's yeah. lovely. So yeah, he was an, he's an honorary member of the WI. But yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. It's a pleasure. Excellent. Lovely meeting you. Uh, we're talking to guys from Avery Hill Publishing who put together anthologies and are representing other creators, or is it all, is it all stuff that you've published? Um, it's all stuff we've published. Um, we, we started out doing um, an arts anthology, just kind of everything. It, it was a group of us uh, that wanted to put something out. Um, and, and the idea behind Tiny Dancing is what we started with. Um, it's whatever anyone wanted to create. So there hasn't been any themes or any kind of direction as to what we want in it. It's whatever anyone wants it's to send submissions, in. Yeah, absolutely, in. absolutely. And it just so happened that, that the first one was, you know, there were some comics in there, there was some illustration in there, there was some writing in there. Uh, and we just carried on like that for a few issues. Other people getting involved. Um, but what we found is it was quite difficult to, to kind of. Um, part of the reason we're doing it is to get people's work out there. You know, we want people to to not only create, but then for their, you know, for whatever they create to be seen by as many people as possible. Um, and we found it quite difficult with Tiny Dancing to kind of get over to people what it was about. They kind of looked for it and they see there was some comics in there, there was some illustration in there, and it kind of became difficult to, to kind of say, right, this is what this it's is. too eclectic to target it to a particular Yeah, place, kind so, of. Yeah. So we took a decision to, to, to break the comics out of Tiny Dancing uh, into some, uh, a new anthology, a purely comics anthology called Reads, uh, which... Is that a Dave Sim reference? It is, it is indeed. Sim. It is indeed, yeah. yeah good. What does that uh, mean? <laughs> uh, Dave Sim created a comic called Cerebus the Aardvark and did a volume called Reads, which is about publishing. Yeah, it's just for our audience that don't know about comics. I knew that. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's a direct rip. And, uh, <laughs> Best kind. Yeah, so we're, we're two issues through that now. Tiny Dancing's carried on. Uh, we put, uh, put out other things that we kind of get around to doing occasionally. Um, kind of like little side projects that, that, that we all do uh, and just this week we've published uh, the first um, the first thing we've published by, by someone else entirely it's by Tim Bird um, a guy who lives uh, he's, he's uh, in Peckham at the moment uh, he'd probably say he's Dulwich actually so <laughs> Dulwich Village what side of Lordship Lane do you live on <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, and he, he, he kind of contributed to a couple of reads a couple of tiny dancings uh, and it's his first full length comic um, so it's something that we always wanted to do uh, you know kind of put our work by other people as well um, so we've got our grey area yeah it's really uh, nicely done though. issue one I mean it's obviously a big part of this whole zine scene is like stapling stuff yourself yeah like you know you know A4 photocopies but like it kind of does stand out as being something that you know we're, we're too lazy to do it ourselves <laughs> so we just hire people we just splash we just throw money at people and say take that away from us yeah. we can you make this into a book for us please. look at my fingers they've never seen the day's manual labour in their lives like, where yeah. do people get it from um, they what our stuff yeah, yeah um, well, links man links yeah we've got an online shop uh, 
www.averyhillpublishing.com then we've got kind of an online shop have you managed to get it in any shops or anything yeah, yeah. orbital uh, comics just uh, south of the river please just yeah. south of the river what have we got south of the river <laughs> no, no, people skinny, could go to Orville extra bones uh, extra bones <laughs> in Utrophia in Deptford carry a lot of our stuff uh, Andrew who runs uh, who runs his little shop there um, he's been really supportive um, so yeah no, we're getting stuff out there um, we're kind of trying to keep it to people that we can actually go in and see kind of try and build a relationship with because that's yeah. part of the deal you know so yeah, yeah, there's, there, is a, there is a community amongst it so Avery Hill is that sort of Greenwich way isn't it Elton yeah kind the, of Elton. the University of Greenwich is there that's yeah, why I was trying to place Avery where it was exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it was a place where because we've known each other since school we used to go over there and drink whiskey basically at night climb over the fence and stuff so. and then, then we were all in a band together for a little while and we had a song called Avery Hill and uh, so we just kind of pushed it through it's kind of never disappeared nice. so yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a nice name for a publisher isn't yeah, it? it sounds yeah it sounds nice as well we, we it sounds like an American academic publisher yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is you know we, 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 geopolitical <laughs> thought in 1934 <laughs> that's actually our publisher. next comic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so where, whereabouts are you both from then uh, we're from Welling and Plumstead so yeah. oh okay so yeah. right on the edges then really yeah. but yeah. now you're yeah. living in Peckham living Peckham now um, yeah I live in Borough yeah we can't get away I mean we lived in New Cross for a while as well so um, but you have to if you're involved in comics and like it's role. kind of yeah, yeah. You've, got, you've got to do your stint you've got to do, you've got to do your years definitely. Yeah, definitely we're talking to Bliss Collier from the South West London Zine Collective oh, like, as in Collier's Wood and you're selling things at the South East London uh, Zine Fair which is a nice uh, bit of friendship between yes. the two areas yeah that's it you know we're, we're all about all of south london we're not worried about south east or south west um how many people uh, are in the collective altogether uh, it's about half a dozen at the moment uh, a few people today have been really enthusiastic so they want to come along to the meetings oh, we have fantastic. picnics we meet in the pub yeah all this sort of thing so we're growing all the time and we want new people and do you do workshops and activity days or it's more a chance for people to meet up and socialize and support each other and encourage each other really, okay. to make fanzines and, and whereabouts in South West London are you based do you meet uh, well I'm in Wimbledon but we've had meets we've been in Guildford uh, all over really we've been in Croydon oh, okay yeah anywhere South West London <laughs> or Surrey it's quite a big area yeah so. yeah what uh, are your things that you've got here today? What are your uh, particular publications? Uh, I specialise in music fanzines. Okay. Which I've been doing since the 90s. Yep. Uh, I've got a mini scene that's all about gig reviews all over London. And I've got a gardening scene, actually. There's a community garden that I run in South London. Oh, okay. On the Kingston Road, which we're still looking for new members for the community garden on the Kingston Road in South London. And then I've got personal scenes. Uh, a lot of that's to do with libraries, library campaigning, you know, to save libraries. Yeah, of course, yeah. Public libraries. Uh, I write about vegetarianism. I write about nature, gardening, all sorts of different topics. Oh, really. fantastic. Yeah. I've got one about Billy Bragg as well, uh, The Cure, The Clash, Fantastic. all sorts of different music scenes, mainly indie rock. And if people haven't made it along today but are interested in what you've got, is there a way to buy online? or? There is a website which is uh, swzcollective.weebly.com. Excellent. Excellent. You're on Twitter too. Uh, we're on Twitter as swzines, or one word, SWZines. We're talking to Henry Miller. 
uh, a comics creator as opposed to a purveyor of erotica. Although I haven't looked for all these comics. Is there any, no, any they're, filth? They're it's all safe. It's all child friendly, yeah. yeah. Anything good behind the counter? Uh... <laughs> something for the weekend? It is the weekends. Yeah, no, we can sort something out, guys. <laughs> An example of your work. Yeah, yeah. A, a good example, I don't know if it is good, you know, but one that you uh, pointed out to us is uh, a comic called Escape, which is... It's, it's an ode to uh, the popular daytime BBC property-based programme Escape to the Country. Which has finally been captured in comic book form. Yeah. <laughs> the adaptation. Yeah, people talk about Dark Knight Rises, but, you know, this is what people really need. Man. I think so. So it's based on one episode. So there's, <laughs> there's quotes from uh, John and Leslie who uh, uh, lived in Blackburn and they wanted to move to Cumbria. So it charts their progress from Blackburn to Cumbria. Without wanting to spoil it, and people can you know, like, turn off the next thirty seconds. Do they make it? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> what other sort of themes do your work uh, draw? Uh, there's another one there called uh, "Things My Daughter Has Said to Me," which is a collection of things my daughter has said to me. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, she, she comes up with some nice things. She was nine last Sunday. Oh, fantastic! She, she was eight when I did that. Volume two is on its way. One for every year. Maybe, yeah. Even, every month for the kind of wisdom she comes out with. Um, as well as comics, you've also got other things here. You've got uh, greetings cards. Yeah, greetings cards. Uh, severed heads with uh, wishing you a Merry Christmas. And I have been officially endorsed by John Craven. He's a big fan of mine. Oh, I see. Good. Yeah. Some wonderful work on his jumper there as well. Yeah, um, I'm working on a web comic at the moment called Craven's Eyes. Where you see the world through John Craven's eyes, <laughs> follows people's up of buses and follows them home. And, and I understand that John Craven doesn't endorse that one at all. He's violently opposed. Oh, he's fully, fully, fully behind it. it. Yeah, yeah, he's fully behind everything I do. Um, do you have uh, yeah. a, a web presence? Do you have uh, yes, a I website? Do. I do. I, uh, my company's called Bob Todd Productions, named after the popular Benny Hill comedian Bob Todd. <laughs> uh, it's also half man off biscuits on ninety nine percent of goggles in my Bob Todd. So yeah, it's a Bob Top Productions. Lovely. And uh, I'm assuming you sell things through the website as well, so people can have a look and pick up. Oh yeah, up there's loads of things. All these beautiful things. Oh yeah, that's all for sale. Brilliant. And you are South London based. I uh, live in Forest Hill. Lovely. Are you from find... South London originally? It's okay. I used to live in Brixton. Ah, okay. But uh, we got attacked too much, so we moved to Sydney. We got attacked less. And now we live in Forest Hill. We I was trying to get, get middle ground. Trying to find a middle ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can just get these attacks for a reasonable number. Yeah, but originally from Stoke on Trent, the heart of the Midlands. Oh, okay. Escape to uh, Forest Hill. Yeah, <laughs> We're talking to Jimmy and Peter from the South East London Zine Fest, the, uh, among the team who put it together. There's yeah. more people yeah. involved. There are a couple of people. Do you want to give a shout out to those people so they don't feel uh, neglected? Yeah, there's uh, Taylor, who's just having a dinner now, Taylor Chrisman Bentley. Who like used to be in the Goldsmiths uh, WI, and now uh, she lives in South East London and uh, likes part of the group. And um, Russell Taysom, whose artworks up here, who did the poster for the Zine Fair and helped out here and there, flyer and stuff like that. And there's you know other people like who put it on their blogs and stuff like that. And mm, people who helped out on the communion table on the day and stuff. Yeah, just like, come down to help today. The Borough Bells, who if, yeah. like her uh, borough. Yeah, we spoke to them, yeah, which yeah. is... Uh, um, well, their here is sort of drawn from Taylor last year, isn't it? They were saying, that, the girl was saying, she spoke to Taylor last year about the WI, 
joins the uh, borough branch and said we should do a zine. Yeah, so they saw her zine last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like that's quite cool. I, th- I was saying to them that's kind of what this stuff's all about. You know, is kind of introducing people to the scene, introducing them to the idea of what the zines are and how the community works. And they're a perfect example of that because they like went off, or she went off, joined that group. They made a zine, then they brought it back this year, and now they're helping out on the yeah, table. Inspiring like, others, yeah. 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 This is it. And I think uh, another thing is as well. You come to something like this, and you realise uh, it's one of the things where it can be about anything, can't it? There's people downstairs that are doing zines themselves on five different subjects, let alone totally. you know, the range of topics yeah, that are, are covered downstairs. Great. Yeah, I think that's a very human thing, though. You know, like as we go through our lives, we're always like interested in lots of different stuff and I think there's a kind of tendency for people to like think they must you know spend like you know five years at university studying this one thing and then spend the rest of their lives pursuing this one thing and like be specialists in this subject but like with DIY and stuff like that it's like you can spend you know a year learning an instrument write a couple of songs you get a bit bored you don't want to do songs anymore you could do a zine like do you know what I mean it's kind of like a much more human thing for well, it's also a thing where I think with a lot of uh, creative things and things where you're producing something the idea is you've got to like as you say build up the expertise before you're even allowed to start doing anything you yeah. sort of like, have to get your certificates get your diplomas and they go now you can begin yeah. whereas you said with DIY you can sort of go I'm going to do this you're going to watch me learn as I go I'm going to do a lot of growing up in public here but yeah. hopefully as it gets on it will get better and you know and I think that's fascinating as well to be able to see for people to be brave enough to sort of go this isn't what this is going to look like in five years time but this is all I can take of now in terms of you know production methods and, and whatnot. but you know give it a while and it's going to sound the same that's, that's uh, totally it man yeah. that's totally and that's a really brave thing I think for people to do to put themselves out there like that because they are like learning and stuff yeah. and I think they should be encouraged if they do something and like they show it to someone and someone's like thinks well, that looks a bit crap. Yeah. But they should say, well, keep going. That's really, yeah. you know, because then next time it'll be better, next time it'll be better. And, after, you know, and at the end, they'll be producing something they're really happy with, you know. I mean, they're probably happy with the first stuff, but, you know. Well, the flip side of it is you could end up having 10 goes, not being happy with any of them, not, not producing anything. You just spend a year trying to make something, yeah. and you go, this isn't a perfect, you know, professional thing. I'm doing inverted commas, you can't see, because <laughs> yeah. it's a podcast. But, well, you don't yeah. do anything. I mean, you spend exactly, your life yeah. saying, like, oh, I've got yeah. this great idea. But, but it's I'm not, not perfect, enough, so I'm yeah, not going to yeah, show it to know, anyone. I know so many people who've got, like, tons of story ideas, tons of comic mm. ideas, tons of uh, ideas for film. They're not going to make them because they yeah. think they need to. Yeah, get it's easy for the process to become an excuse not to do something. Yeah. Like I, totally. I make films, yeah. and it's just like it's. Like I would say it's probably the most difficult art form to uh, you know to actually get done because it's you know the, the practicality of it is just so yeah, huge. Like and that, be- that becomes a kind of you know if you turn around and you haven't done anything in ten years. You know, what I mean, what good is that? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It kind of this is. I mean, the canvas is what you make it, isn't it, with a scene? Mm. You know, you kind of. There's no set format. You know, you kind of. You can. You produce something, and you know, you can produce anything you like, almost. Can't yeah. you? There's you no wrong answer, is there? There's yeah. no one sort of go. That's not how this is done. No, this is how I do it. So this is exactly how this is. Done. And this mm. is how things get like uh, innovated. Yeah, if absolutely. You kind of don't know how to do it. Then yeah. you do it your own way, and then totally. you know people learn from that, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, almost the last the last thing you want to see is people just doing, following a pattern and going, oh, you know, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I mean, I like I like some superhero comics, but for someone to go, well, I'm, just, I'm gonna sit down and write another superhero comic, and then we're gonna make another Star Wars film, we're gonna do another of this, do you know what I mean? It becomes well, that stuff's kind of soulless in the first place because you know you tend to find that guys are doing stuff like that, like 
they're doing it because they think that's a formula to make a few quid, you know. Mm. That's why the whole, that kind of part of the media isn't as interesting, do you know what I mean? To it's me, dead culture, isn't as it? It's just people just sort of like, just trying to reanimate zombies, and it just sort of like, you know, time wires to corpses and dragging around to make it look Because like they think it's going to sell, they do yeah. a like, shiny book. Yeah, yeah I, think, I suppose one of, yeah, one of the things with uh, zines, if I'm saying the right words... Yeah. Is uh, yeah, you take away. There's no. There's not really an opportunity to make a great deal of money, is there? So it only no, is only about the artistic expression, isn't it? In a way. Yeah. On on that subject, uh, I work in Gosh, you know, yeah. up in London, and uh, up Nat in London, <laughs> and in New Cross, Steve, up in London, <laughs> up in, in London. central, London. up in uptown, up in Soho, yeah, in town. Um, and Nat told a story before where uh, a guy came in looking for something, and uh, Nat and uh, the guy went, "It's a sign." <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of my work. Yeah, yeah. I give them a flyer. This, this sign fest yeah. is something else. What is this? Some kind of Jewish? Uh... <laughs> no. But I think it shows that, like at Gosh, for example, you guys have got like loads of small press stuff up the front there. You yeah. Know? The new shop has just been great in terms yeah. of like having dedicated space. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's very piecemeal. It's, it's right like, there as well. It's place. right there by the counter, man. It's like yeah. a whole, you know, it's an eye level. Well, it's just, you know, uh, the thing is, people sort of, when, when we moved there and people came into the shop first, I know, like, you've got your DC and Marvel stuff downstairs, yeah. and small press upstairs. Well, and I, I think like, that says something it, about, like, how the scene's changing, absolutely. how perception is changing towards. Press, but also, DC yeah. and Marvel have millions, if not billions, at their disposal for people to be aware of their work. Yeah, yeah. they don't need any more help from us today. No. Let's, you know, go use a flight set to get to them. People will do it. It's yeah. fine. Ooh. Small press stuff. Ooh, let's put it to people walking past in yeah, the window. Sort of go. What is that image that looks like nothing else I've ever seen? Yeah. And they come but in. I think so. that everyday guys, like everyday people. Like, I'm not talking about comic fanboys, you know, because it's obviously what they're looking for. <laughs> like but I just, mean, <laughs> I just mean, like, guys who were just walking past doing their shopping, mm. like, who aren't really into comics and stuff, they're more, they're more likely to walk in if they see Absolutely. the kind of stuff that you've got up in the front now. Yeah. Like, because it's, like, for everybody, you know. It's kind and of also, say, it's, if they come in, uh, if they're going past and they see a picture of Spider-Man, that's what they expect to see. If they see, as you say, like an image that no one's ever seen in life of before, it's intriguing. You're intrigued. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what this place is. I've got an idea. I think it's quite alarming as well for people to sometimes see things. Because there are certain things that are at small press. I mean, it's obviously quite a uh, broad term. Things that are essentially professionally produced, but just, uh, you know, from a small publisher or whatever, or a tiny publisher. Mm. And there are other things that just, they literally look homemade, and they kind yeah, of they almost are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and yeah, that's quite are. alarming for someone to see in what is quite a fancy-looking shop. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, like, for someone to pick up. And, and it opens up a lot of possibilities, because mm. you see that, and you think, well, if that's it, exactly, why, yeah. why can't I do it? Yeah. yeah. And so then you do. And that's how the whole thing yeah. Yeah. kicks off. I like it. it. Like, with the zine fairs and stuff, that... It's got that aspect of it, like, but also you meet the guy because they're right there. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Seldom, yeah, it's yeah. like. I was hoping to meet really Staffers from, uh, what's it called? Yeah. 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 yeah, but uh, obviously it's a, Greece is quite far. Yeah. Right, so. but, um, <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Pull your finger out. Pay for man's he, he was over earlier on this year. You could have was met he? him at the International Alternative Press Festival. Have you met, is he a decent guy? Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's lovely. He's a lovely guy. Yeah. Great, isn't he? The work is brilliant. Oh, his work's awesome. It. It's just yeah. incredible, man. Um, what him and Dave are doing is really excellent. Mm. Like, uh, but then you get, yeah, so it's like you're not removed from it, you know. You mm. see the work and you go, wow, that's awesome. And then he goes, oh, yeah, I sort of yeah. like the fact that I can't pronounce his name and that he's not here, though. You know what I mean? Uh, like, this kind of that's why it's a film as well, you know. Because the stuff he's doing is just, it is uh, pretty out there. That, like, it's almost like you, 
if the guy was sitting there in front of him, man, it might take the mystery away. So it's seen a, it nice work keeping him away, yes, man. Yes, uh, <laughs> But you should check out some of his films, actually. If you like the oh, comics, really? His films are pretty good. And he's done one... Is it animated or...? Well, they are mostly, but there's one that he's done recently, which is a live-action one, which is just him in, like, a spaceman suit, walking around this, like, volcanic island in Greece. And, wow. like, it's, it's hilarious. Did you... Would you... No, um, they did a showing of it at Orbital, and, like... It was like at the end, it, everyone cracked up because it was like, you know, uh, screenplay, script, uh, <laughs> yeah. director, it's basically every job you can do on it, like him, boy. like, you know, <laughs> it, and it was like, wow, dude, like, you know, that's, that really kind of encapsulated just, the whole mm, thing. Just say know. a film by him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll assume that he did all those things. <laughs> oh, excellent. But, um, you should check that out. Oh, I'll have a look, man. Yeah, I really like his stuff a lot, man. I'm, not, great, I'm uh, not just kind of off the thing. I'm not a huge comics reader. No, that's like cool. I read Neither it when I, I really, end up know. in the shop, but uh, you know, it's just really grabbing me for some reason. And that's the interesting. Like Jack will come in to meet me in the shop, and I'm working, so I can't sort of like drop everything over there. So I have to sort of leave him in the wild. Yeah, and right. it's, uh, it's interesting <laughs> to me see what he gravitates to. And the first time. Uh, he came in, we had the definite stuff on the small press table, just went, made a beat yeah. it, and he was like devouring them. I thought like, I was just interrupting your transactions there, Steve. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, you just have to wait for this transaction. Look at this. <laughs> Look what this has turned into. But it's not all about Stappist, though, is it? There's plenty of different things, Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's a great uh, selection uh, downstairs. I mean, I, I didn't go to this last year. Is it larger than last no, year? It's the same, 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 yeah, same amount of tables. We're kind of like. Um, Bound by the resources that of we course, can yeah. get hold of. There's like, only you know, so many. Well, this year you had to sort of people are sharing tables, aren't they? Yeah, everyone. Is, it, is there more contributors? Is there more people exhibiting than last year? That's probably the same as well. Think, yeah, roughly the same. But we we, we made a decision more. to like only have half. A, everyone like nobody has a whole table right. themselves. Yeah, like, yeah. Because usually people want a whole table, and it's kind of like you know I think everyone just thinks they need more space. Yeah. But realistically, like unless you've got really big artwork yeah. like you can yeah. fit quite a lot because yeah. like um, you just have to overlap things sometimes man yeah. and people will have a look yeah. but you they? can fit more people in then and give people yeah. a bit of a chance yeah it's you better know. to have more people with less space than yeah, absolutely you know, less people and I think like as long as people who come in have got enough space to actually move around and look at the stuff mm. yeah. then that's another thing because if you cram too many tables in yeah. then people are squashed they, they feel like they're getting pushed did you go to uh, Elcat? no I heard about it though but yeah, yeah, people, said right. people were saying like it was so successful so popular that you couldn't look at things you know you, yeah. just, you were just concentrating on moving constantly it was like going to see the Crown George it was like if you stop for a second you get people pushing you behind it was a bit just... like that at um, Newcross Turn Left last year was a little bit cramped I thought but they did the space the out the back. Yeah, 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 the space out the back, which was good, which I kind of opened it up. And also, I was so broke that I didn't really have just, a much. It was just a very small room. It was, exactly, yeah, yeah, it was really, really tight. But I mean, I guess there's only so much you can do, really. Yeah. It? Sometimes you need to just accept that, you know, the you boundaries. Got use what you got, right? yeah. yeah. I think the space you got here is fantastic, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's good. The Amazon was good. I think we were talking about if we do it next year, maybe trying to find a different space, you know, right. just a place that's kind of like understands what we're doing a bit more like maybe a social centre or something but yeah like spaces like Utrophia and Deptford which are doing a kind of you know more community based thing and they're like they're there as a permanent base okay. for yeah. artists and stuff to come and use and they've got loads of cool stuff going on I mean we did some stuff with them yesterday and yeah I think trying to use spaces like that a bit more yeah. so that then the people who come here who don't necessarily know too much about that kind of thing mm. 
they're immediately in a space that they've never been to. Whereas yeah. everyone kind of knows, you know. I mean, oh, you in the pub, got they know what they're getting. Yeah. Benefits as well because some people come to the pub, they don't really come yeah, for it. They know where it yeah. is. And then it's like, oh, what's going on next door? Oh, there's a zine for it. And then they come in, and that's yeah, quite yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, and the amateur itself is quite good for that, isn't it? I mean, when you come to the outside, yeah, they put a board up. But they've got the, uh, the banner sort of painted onto the pub where it's like, you know, it says comedy. This thing says comedy newspapers. It's like very fair uh, a pub sort of go. <laughs> Paint that we've got newspapers, people need to know. So yeah. they're just like, they've got this banner of like reasons to come inside. And it says sort of comedy and, and, and it says sort of performance space as well. So you know that it's a place where it's not just, you come in on Sunday afternoon, it's not just going to be Bolton versus Newcastle on a telly, possibly on a legal stream. So what do you two guys do uh, the other 364 days of the year? <laughs> Plan this. Organised. I, I mean, like, uh, I've got a day job work in a local primary school. Oh yeah. Um, as like what they call a cover supervisor, that's my day job. But I'm also an artist, so I've done comics in the past, but uh, under the name Jimmy Gherkin. But my real name is Dimitri Antorcapieri, and I'm kind of like coming away from comics a little bit now. Okay. I'm starting to do abstract drawing and stuff. And like the thing Peter said about at Utrophia yesterday, where I did like a performance, uh, like drawing and performance experiment with like a noise music artist and stuff. So. Um, you know, yeah, I've got a day job, but I'm very much trying to do like creative mm. stuff. Yeah, we've got better. Like, yeah, we've better, uh, got know. better bills than me, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, I mean the same, pretty much. I work at the ICA in the bookshop. Oh, cool, man. Um, like as a day job, and then yeah, like I'm an illustrator as well. How long um, you been at the ICA? Uh, about a year. Okay. Yeah, which is good because I mean we can kind of use some of the small press stuff in the no, shop. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's um, yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've got a studio in Peckham, and um, a few of us have got like we've got a risograph printer, so we're starting to publish our own books and stuff like that. Brilliant. You run the distro as well. Don't and you? then yeah, of course I do the distro, which I've got a table downstairs. Yeah. Selling other people's scenes, and then. And it's a remarkable sort of scale. We were talking earlier. It's like thirty people. It looks like it's just like so yeah. many. I mean, I've like I've done. I did leads last weekend, so I've sold a lot of stock. But I normally have over like a hundred different wow titles. Most of it's quite old now, to be honest. All but, different um, prices, I'm sure, as well. I yeah. Any <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's just that, like, it's good to come to fairs and stuff because then you meet new people and you can just straight away say, can I take 10 of these? And then you go to other fairs in different parts of the country. Or Like, I was just talking to Alex downstairs who just went to Berlin last weekend for the Zine Fest there. And so you can kind of, like, make all these different connections and then... I mean, going back to like the distro and stuff, that's something that always really impresses me about like all that. Something that impressed me from the start is that like people were like, right, okay, I'm do I'm doing my own book, and obviously I want to get my work out there. But like, yeah, you guys will send me your work, and I'll sell it for you. Like, you know, you know, I'll go around the country to the zine fairs and mm-hmm. sell your books for you. You know, or I'll like set up a website and be selling people's work for them. So it's like, like you know what I mean? Like. Uh, it seems like in a lot of scenes, people are like trying to get their name out there, or they're trying to like. It's like a step. It's like they're trying to become mm. real comics people. They're trying to get yeah, proper yeah. jobs, and they're just doing stuff as a yeah, step. And then these guys. I was yeah. talking to Layla from the LCC um, like library. They run the Zine Library there, and like she was saying, like a lot. Like I was saying, oh, there's a real resurgence of Zines at the moment. Like you know, and she was saying, yeah, but it's a bit worrying because she's saying like there's a lot of students doing it and a lot of the lecturers are teaching on it as well and it's like 
Um, that's cool, but she was saying these guys, it's a bit more like vanity publishing rather than yeah. DIY, because, you know, DIY guys, it's like, that's their outlet. Yeah, that's absolutely. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. these guys, it's like they're doing it as a pro- little project in order yeah, to, like, get yeah. some exposure and then get yeah, out into yeah. the world. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, there's a danger of it falls into the hands of the academics, isn't it? And then suddenly there's this thing where, well, that isn't actually a zine. You know, this, oh. whole, this whole thing of, you know, it, it starts to become something that's assessed. I'm not so bothered about the academics as such, because I know, like, Roger Sabin and Till Triggs are, like, done loads of really good work talking about the yeah, scene and yeah. stuff like that, and I don't want to get into that, people arguing against academics, but what kind of I worry about is, like, if, like you say, people could come and see it and go, like, oh, well, I could do that. But if it's, like, really slick, or if it's, like, been made by, like, 15 guys and it looks, and it's, like, difficult to um, integrate, or it's difficult to... Do you know what I mean? Understand or get into, penetrate, then it might make people ward people off because they feel like, oh God, I can never do that. Like, also, you know I mean? if it's if it's started, if you've got people sort of teaching it on courses, then there's danger of becoming formalised as well. That's, that's my thing where it's sort of like going, oh, it has this, to be done this, way this is this, this is how right. it's done. And then suddenly you're like, well, that's the way they're doing it. And as you say, with the resources they've got as well, if you're doing it through an institution, the chances are. You've yeah. got access to materials beyond a DIY. So suddenly you go, well, this is how they, they're teaching us to do it, mm. and this is how they're, they're what they're producing at the end of it. So that must be the way to do it. And you're like, that's well, very interesting point. it's just yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They might start organising a zine fair. That's the thing. And then yeah. saying like, well, looking down at suddenly done a photocopied thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. suddenly it's a Royal Academy, and uh, it's like uh, this isn't going to get into our show. Well, it's not right. quite there yet, like, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I think they're savvy enough. The students at the moment, I think, you know. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's kind true, of a middle class yeah. thing, yeah. It's true though, because like, like, I was involved with the London Zine Symposium, um, which ended two years ago, I think. And the last year we did it, we had to do a blanket ban on university courses. Really? Applying, because it was getting like, maybe 40% of the applications would be, we're Kingston Illustration, yeah. we're like Campbell Illustration. And would they be very similar publications? It's, it ki- I mean, kind of, but it was, it was that there, it, there wasn't really an engagement with the rest of the stuff yeah, on the show, yeah. so it's like it was totally a promotion thing. Yeah, it's and an it end be, of course. They'd come one year, and then their stuff would be maybe too expensive for people to buy, or not really what people were necessarily into. So then they get disillusioned and just not ever come again. Yeah. So then the next year would be like the new first years, and then it would just be the same thing. Same cycle. So it was kind of like people would appear and then not get what they wanted from it, or not get that kind of stepping stone out to get paid jobs or anything like that, and yeah. then. So then they wouldn't bother coming back. So we had to just kind of like say, if you want to, if I mean, if you're a collective at a university, you can of course apply. If you do it separate from the course, then absolutely. Yeah. And there we'll were some great space. There's some like and yeah, they were brilliant. Kingston guys like Hoiberger, uh, uh, yeah, who like were like totally always on it, like producing loads of excellent work. And I think seeing the DIY thing really fired them up. So it was good for yeah, them to totally, kind of, because yeah. I think I saw them for the first time at the Zine Symposium. Mm. And, and um, then, yeah, they're like a separate collective. But I mean, we had, we had like course tutors who would email us saying, we want to set a project and we want the really? final outcome to be the yeah, part to of your, yeah. right. I mean, when we first started doing the Alternative Press Fair, um, and we wanted people to like take the tables and we weren't very well known, we like yeah, got in touch with like the book arts, uh, one of the book art tutors at LCC and said, oh, can you send this email out to your students, let them know that we're doing this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So that, you know, more people could of course, come along yeah. and stuff. Um, 
But yeah, it's a kind of a different thing, you know, where they're kind of actually setting it as a... Yeah. Let's think like traditionally, places like universities would be a fertile place to go in terms of people who are creating the sort of work that you want to see. Yeah. But as I say, it's just the danger where it becomes this formalised thing where they go, it's not a collective, it's not people who are joined together because they're like-minded, they're just people who are geographically thrown together and yeah. on the same course or have... A tutor, that's the umbrella is the tutor isn't it the tutor's got a vision rather than they've got a vision that they want to share together mm. I think yeah you want um, I mean you want the work to be the re- you know the reason for the work is the work itself isn't it rather than to get um, you know a job doing f- billboards for Levi's yeah. do you know what I mean you don't want someone just like you yeah, say with exactly. a stepping stone it's not or that like yeah. you want people to be there for, because they want to be there you don't want mm. just because it's part of their course no they've been told they should probably yeah. go and start yeah, setting yeah, stuff affairs right. and stuff I like the idea that like they're just happening in little small local places and like maybe some school kids are walking by and like mm. pop in and like you know wow. and it goes back to what we were saying earlier if you're doing zines about things that you believe in you're passionate about and it's coming from your life it can't be wrong you can do a zine on aspects of your life no one's going to go that's not how you know no this is how I do it this is how it's done yeah. you know you're the only editor. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's a big enough job, getting over your own <laughs> stuff. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, yeah. But that's the other thing as well. It's a very supportive scene, isn't it? It's, you go downstairs. Absolutely. Everyone's so positive. You know, I mean, you've got a, a great crowd here today. But, and it's just nice seeing people going around, smiles on their faces, like pleased at what they're seeing. It's not a case of you know, people looking over at the, the next table and sort of like being snide about it. It's, no way. it's yeah. all very genuine. That's the number one thing about these things. Though. Yeah, it has yeah, to be. It's well, so it? encouraging. And you could come up and people, like there's a girl down there, uh, Pearl, who came up from Brighton with her mum. She's like 15. She's like just swapping her little thing. Yeah, yeah. And I see her a couple of years ago in Birmingham and at Brighton, like when she was like 13, swapping her little thing around, you know, and everyone's like, wow, that's great. That's awesome. Like, keep going. Like, here's a copy of my comic. Like, let me have a couple of those. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. and it's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is about this scene. Like, that's what it is about, you know, DIY and small press. Like, anyone can do it and anyone can be encouraged to do it, you know. Mm-hmm.